Hello everyone, welcome to episode 15 of the Loot Kabal podcast. The movie for this week is Annayum Rasulum. The movie is directed by Rajiv Ravi. It's available in its entirety on Netflix. Uh, we recommend that everybody watch it before listening to the pod. Obviously, it'll help you get the nuances of our discussion a little bit better. The primary reviewer for this week is Adi. Adi is filling in for Ashoka, who uh, unfortunately is not able to join us because of uh, work-related pressures. Uh, but go ahead, Adi. Look forward to hearing your take. Anayim Rasulum, I actually the first thing you that strikes after watching is uh, I think the title is sort of a misdirection because it's it's not just about Anna and uh, Rasul. Uh, it's 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 so many lives in that Vipin and around Kochi are uh, involved, and it's it's not even a slice of life. It's it's more than that. It's it's because almost the first half of film is about establishing people around Anna and Rasul. Uh, so you get to, many lives are strung together and you get to hear many stories that cause and impact Anna and Rasul's uh, love story. One thing about this film that I think we've all been hearing is it's, a lot of people find this laborious to watch and, and that's not without merit. I mean, it's a it's, 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 it's movie that requires a lot of patience because because you know, very uh, when, when people are very plot focused, there's nothing much that actually happens. Uh, and, and Rajiv Ravi is known to be associated with this sort of uh, glacial pace and this slow buildup of atmosphere. And uh, I think atmosphere is everything in his films, in all his, uh, in, in, I think it's all his three films. I've not seen the, uh, the third one. Um, almost the full first half here, he establishes the town, the people in it, the people in Rasul's life and people in Anna's life. Yeah, and how they are interlocked, and and these people have their own backstories from Rasul's brother, their Muslim friends. Uh, I think one of one of whom is a hitman and his wife, uh, their kid, and and then Shobin Shahir and his mother, and Ashley, who's a narrator, and his past love love life, and and then on Anna's side you have her workplace, her colleague, uh, family, and brother, um, and and the Rasul's uh, group of uh, friends who have problems as Muslims. They have run-ins with the police. And, and the activist tag that sticks on their back like a knife. And these, these, are all, these things don't define the, the film, but it sort of adds color to these people and their uh, characters. It, it goes a long way in delineating how the love story of Anna and Rasul impacts everyone in the neighborhood by the end of the film. It's, it's not readily apparent. Maybe that's why uh, the whole slowness of the film frustrates a lot of people. It, it, it actually reminded me of uh, another movie which is completely unrelated like uh, David Fincher's Zodiac where uh, the case when it gets tiring and fruitless at one point the film picks up those qualities and becomes restless and directionless almost by design uh, I think the pace here beautifully reflects uh, uh, the life in that town or in that neighborhood uh, their day to day activities are not very different from one day to next and nothing much happens in their lives that often it's a slow ride and a slow uh, ferry ride for one part of the day and back uh, for the other part of the day. And and when Rasul actually, uh, when the love story actually reaches its zenith and Rasul gets beaten up, it's filmed in slow motion. As if, you know, to say that the they are already slow life is getting further derailed. I think I, I think that kind of filmmaking and that kind of uh, atmosphere in this film is 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 is, is a huge, it's is its strongest feature. And and. While I do understand that people say it's, it's a very slow movie to watch, but I think it's, if you give it time, I think it's, it's a very beautiful one. Ananta, why don't you take it away from here? 
Okay, so uh, I am actually a uh, uh, little bit of ambivalent about this movie. Again, so I sort of agree uh, with Aditya that uh, Adi that uh, it it was it seemed a little slow, seemed a little tedious at times. Uh, I didn't get the point behind some of the long silences in the movie. Um, the the lead characters don't speak to each other a lot. It it kind of traditional. It's one of those things that uh, the trope that they used to talk about in Tamil, right? தமிழ் சினிமா ரைட் கண்டதும் கண்ணாலேயே பேசிப்பாங்க காதல் அப்படின்னு சொல்லிட்டு uh we know that he's come he's one of those merchant navy types who's come in on leave that's how the movie starts uh but for a long time i don't know what he was doing he was a peripheral character he was he was sort of the acquaintance or at least we find out that he becomes an acquaintance afterward um he has connections with the gang of friends um but still that doesn't explain why that he has to be the narrator of the movie till till, till it all ties up in the end so uh, that that i actually love like that part because it is it was something that uh, i hadn't seen um in in movies before because usually uh, the narrator is typically someone who has a who has the skin in the game right from the word go this guy suddenly had a stake but you don't get to know of that till uh, pretty late in the day uh, so i i like that part uh the other thing i liked about the movie is the fact that uh again this also to me seemed like uh, another of those slice of life movies a lot of these uh, the lot of the things that these guys do uh, on a daily basis is actually the camera lingers on all those things rasul's work as a a call driver of sorts uh his his brothers um runnins with the law uh, run runnins with the law to get a passport um all that uh, seemed rather uh, uh, sort of a slice of life of these guys um and and i actually liked that part of it so and and uh, andrea was actually uh, a breath of fresh air i mean this is this is not some this is not one of those movies where we've seen andrea in the past uh, quite unlike her usual uh, roles again as i said you don't get to hear her speak a lot and 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 she 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 carried the movie i mean she's one of the, at least yeah obviously fat fasal is there but to me she was a stand out in this movie so ananta i think the point that you make about the narrator is uh, quite and yeah i was going to say something yeah go ahead no adi go ahead yeah no no i actually found it uh, curious that uh, the story is told from the friend's point of view i i mean i don't know if anyone else read it this way but the fact that he's not a major player it sort of gives the gives the simple story a very mythical feel i thought it it, it sort of happens in a far away land type and these are the interesting people we love to know about so that's what i thought uh, the narration lends uh, to the movie i think that's actually a, a really good point right our traditional th- there's two kinds of narrators right the or in in a sort of traditional storytelling norm there's two kinds of narrators there's the all seeing all powerful narrator like the mahabharata right like time is a narrator or the author themselves is the narrator where they are they clearly know all the characters they know what's going to happen to them they can 
choose to build suspense they can choose to be uh, they can choose to play ignorant all of those things there's the all powerful narrator right then there is the protagonist themselves as narrator so i mean i guess think about basically every gautam menon movie <laughs> like, <laughs> you know protagonist is the narrator and the narrator has gautam menon's voice like there's, there's that kind of narrator but uh, adi's point is relevant because the narrator being a, a not just a third party uh, not just an incidental third party but a powerless incidental third party does give the movie a, a bit of a elevated uh, mythical status think about for example star wars right where we see more or less the the movie from the point of view of either c3po or r2d2 mm-hmm. they are i mean they are they are so they are critical characters and yet they are side characters they don't fundamentally influence uh, I, i guess maybe r2d2 does uh, but definitely not c3po is not c3po is not making some uh, big uh, like he's not doing some large uh, fight scene that changes the course of the galaxy uh, so th- th- i think that's the parallel that i was thinking of when i was watching this an incidental somewhat powerless uh, third party uh is narrating the story and so that does elevate the the, the narrative like like adi mentioned that that's i actually thought it added a lot of uh, value to the to the film the the thing is it's it's used spotily right like it's used in some places and then yeah. it's not uh, and so I, i if that is placed as a criticism of like that, that is not continuous okay. i think that's fair uh but it it's not it when it is used it's actually quite effective the other point i wanted to make about uh, uh, ananta that you pointed out is 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 andrea the it and i want to link it to what uh, adi was saying before about how eventless these lives are made to seem for the most part mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. until until something eventful happens for the first time which is right. uh when they try to steal that car it's like the first time something eventful is happening in that movie and as part of that event we also see uh, uh, andrea for the first time andrea yeah yeah and so it's in, in multiple ways it's it's a very interesting introduction in the sense that we are also cued in that something interest something eventful is going to happen because of the meeting of these two people in uh, as as a part of that uh, as a part very, of very theft yeah very serendipitous serendipitous right their uh, their meeting their continued their continued uh, their meeting in all cases is is serendipitous right like so the first time he sees her it's serendipitous second time again he is hiding because abu creates some mess yeah. uh, at yeah, the yeah. at the temp- at the church function and he's hiding behind the place where they're lighting the candles and he sees her again and so you basically he runs into her every time there's trouble and that that's kind of uh that's kind of reason enough for you to think that something uh, interesting is happening so yeah so she's she's troubled right i mean she she comes whenever the he's in trouble and uh, she's trouble for him as well yeah it's But, she's, she's not she's not relieving him from trouble she's taking to taking him to a different kind of trouble frying pan to fire basically yeah this is not a big movie when i say this is not a big movie i mean the 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 canvas or the the storyline uh it, it 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 happens to a very small bunch of people right but each of them have 
a clearly defined uh, sort of story of what is happening to them and uh, where they came from and where they end up uh, I, I, and each of their lives whatever happens to them it's kind of neatly tied up i i actually uh, like i said I, i saw the movie two weeks ago i i don't quite remember what happened to sobin's character but shrinda has shown in the end bring up her kids by herself uh, this guy the narrator get ends up marrying his uh, sweetheart who he finally proposes to so everybody's and and rasul's character i i thought it was kind of left open ended what he, you you see him walk around uh, i think he ends up in a boat he ends up in a ship but i don't know what happens to him is he is he got into a got into a ship it basically yeah, i think it ends saying that rasul continues to look for uh, anna every time he sees a body of water he jumps in and closes his eyes like that's kind of the that's the that's the mythical end to the story right the yeah, yeah sort of the the raw realistic end if they were trying to make a true romeo juliet kind of movie the end would have been rasul also dies dies correct uh, but it doesn't end that way it ends somewhat mystically in where rasul is underwater continuing to look for anna so that it actually play uh, ties back to what uh, adi was saying earlier uh, about uh, the film seems either mythical or mystical in some way it doesn't opt for uh, it doesn't opt for the the, uh, the the sort of realistic end the, the two possible realistic endings one of which is either rasul also dies or rasul goes on to a, a somewhat mundane loveless life or you know rasul moves on like that that kind of thing it doesn't it doesn't end that way so it, it, i also found it slightly funny that um what happens to rasul in the end or uh, how we see rasul in the closing frames of the movie is sort of similar to how we see fath fasil's character in tondi mudalam right i, I actually uh, put, I, i don't know if you seen my tweet i have actually put a tweet i think sometime i don't know a couple of months ago which said uh, uh, there's a new movie jena that is fahad fasil finds a new life which is it is there in tondi mutalam it's there in this one it's there in ayobin te pustakam and then apparently it is there in his latest carbon also <laughs> see but see that see that is that is the other thing right so the same thing happens with uh, uh, our boy mamuti junior as well he gets on a bike and starts driving yeah, yeah. I, I, that, but that's probably i think one more made famous and then everyone wanted a shot of <laughs> something <laughs> i don't know wait what movie made that famous neelagasham pachakadu uh-huh. yeah okay yeah so the yeah. other the other thing ananta that i wanted to talk about is it, it it is a film of everyday people right i wouldn't say small yeah, it, it, yeah everyday I, people yeah everyday people it's a film of everyday people uh but it does talk about very interesting it talks about very interesting things in terms of the larger issues right like about what it means to be muslim in india and you know how the state sees you sometimes because the movie actually starts with a passport application in a uh, in a police station uh, right it it follows mm. the passport application to the chawl where uh, ashikabu and uh, by yeah. the way the, the person who plays uh, fahad's older brother in the movie is ashikabu the director of salt and pepper uh, more recently maya nadi 
and so on and so forth. Uh, so uh, Ashik Abu is uh, having trouble getting his passport approved, primarily because of his religion. Like, like there's no he he's not uh, an activist in any way. He just wants to get a like all Malayalis. He just wants to get a passport and go to the Gulf. Uh, so. so but- but you also see that, or you also hear that he he's also a victim of circumstances, right? So he he found himself in in some political gathering or the other, and he's been branded a an anarchist or something like that. So the, the, it doesn't. So whether or not we don't know, right? We hear his point of view. He says I was not involved. Right. I just made me said you could take that as yes, at some point I was involved, but I no longer wish to be. Right. Uh, even if that is true, right? And, and he has done nothing wrong. Why should mm. why I mean why should the why should the state like keep him from wanting to there was no like it there, there was nothing it, the way he says yeah. it th- there is nothing there was no case filed at that instance he just has one juvenile instance which should be which should not mm. be part of his record for consideration and mm. uh, and like he should be allowed to go and yet no they they are not willing to do that uh, either primarily because they see an opportunity to make money or because they see him as an actual terrorist when he's not. Uh, and so both of those are problematic, right? Uh, so it's not easy. It also it's also interesting to talk about how religions interact with each other. There is this scene where they are sitting outside one of these shops when they go for shopping, where they're eating ice cream, and yeah. uh, I, I think uh, it is Abu who brings up. Hey, she's uh, uh, is either Abu or, or Kevin so- Sobin Shahir. No, no, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, Sobin Shahir who brings it up. Who bring who brings up? Yeah, she's a Christian. This and all won't work. Let it go. Uh, and he says, uh, and uh, Fahad says something then, to the extent of, "I eat in a Christian's house most of the time. I eat in Kevin's house. Why won't? Why can't I marry a? Why can't I then, marry a Christian?" Yeah, girl? and then that Hyder's wife comes to his defense. Yeah, exactly. And it, you, it's some. It sounds. It sounds like something who someone who's hoping that things will work out his way says. More than a rational argument. How is it like, like you know you know where the lines are, right? Yes, just because they someone feeds you food doesn't mean they'll let you marry their daughter, right? Like or <laughs> someone in their religion. Like it, uh, it, it it's such a hollow argument uh, that any viewer who's watching it knows that it's hollow and doesn't hold water. Like it, things are not that easy, kind of thing. The disparity of expectations and reality is set up pretty well in that scene where they are talking about what's possible in terms of marriage when uh, between uh, Anna and Rasul. So I think, I, I think that that is the, the way that uh, the, the everyday interactions of religion also come out pretty well. Uh, I think talking of Andrea again, I was actually, uh, this was a topic that's been um, on my mind for a long time. Like it's a very, it's a constant feature in these Malayalam films or this new wave of Malayalam films where there's always some Tamil connection or there's a Tamil reference like someone will be watching a Tamil movie or there will be a, some, a Tamil character in one of the films that I think we probably talked about before. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I, I think it's a very important part of probably, you know, everyday life in Kerala or, or you know, in, in the bordering areas. Uh, like, for example, when, when Rasul comes home and his brother is asleep watching TV, I think it's a Tamil song that is on. And I was wondering about like which which made me think about Andrea doing this role and she does it she does it pretty well uh, and but then she never I don't think this movie anyone knows that she actually did some a movie like this in Tamil Nadu 
and nobody even like picked it up and says you know okay maybe she can do something like this and i don't think they ever cast her in a role like this uh, that that I, i think a lot of transfer happens from tamil to the other languages but nothing actually comes back to tamil it's, it's very rare it's the hegemony of the two big industries yeah. in the south right yeah. tamil and telugu over everything else uh, tamil is they both uh, uh, they both impose them from the other two states quite a bit uh, yeah. but nothing comes uh, or very little comes the other way <laughs> in this <laughs> i mean this was anem rasulum was a big enough deal in malayalam yeah it was big enough deal yeah it is yeah. a big enough deal in malayalam to the point and everybody thought the chemistry between fahad and andrea was so real that that let it sort of filtered into some rumors in real life and stuff <laughs> but <laughs> it's like there's a magical it's like there's a magical news filter uh from palakkad to kanyakumari <laughs> basically blocking information from coming the other way <laughs> one way osmosis is happening <laughs> no but but she she's she's definitely uh, got a very eclectic uh, set of movies that she's done i mean i i don't i don't think i mean after seeing this movie i don't think she can't be i don't think she can be typecast as anything yeah that, that's true i mean she she has to i mean for someone who's like in you know like whose optics are like she's stereotyped and she's she can do she cannot act or she can she cannot she can do only some kind of roles she actually has a filmography that is pretty good i mean she, the 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 public perception of her being like a glam doll is is founded on things other than the movies that she's done i think that's what yeah. is that what that's what that's what we're saying right basically maybe yeah yeah they and maybe because these movies are not like you know super hits or anything but yeah that's also that's true yeah it is not it, it yeah it was not a it did not transcend uh, kerala for sure like for example even i don't know like even uttam mohan is not going to be a great shake in anyone's filmography i guess apart from someone. yeah hey, i I'm... not in mine macha uttam mohan is why No, 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 I think it is there. Like, for example, nobody is going to. If you think of Andre, nobody is going to remember Uttam Mohan ultimately. Correct. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, I remember someone pointed out in Bharat. Someone had a guest post in Bharatwaj's blog recently about uh, Parvati and Nitya Menon, and they pointed out how Parvati was wasted in Uttam Mohan, and I was. kind of aghast at it and i <laughs> i had to respond saying i wish people more wrote more roles like roles like this for parvati and especially the, the the scene where she and kamal meet in the dressing in the green room yeah in the green room yeah it's such a it, for anyone who's followed kamal's filmography they know that it's very consistent with some of the things that happens uh, that happen in his film like for example the mirror the shifting of the background uh, all that stuff but Parvati holds your gaze over and above all of those things that happen in Uthama Villain, which speaks to how good of an actress she is, uh, and yet people continue to ignore that. And then in that scene, there's also an interaction between Andrea and Parvati, where Andrea holds her own. Basically, Kamal uh, Kamal basically faints at the end of that scene, and Parvati is freaking out because she doesn't know that he has he's unwell, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and Andrea is. basically is playing calm because a she knows that she he's unwell and this is sort of a normal reaction to his sickness and she's also staying calm because she doesn't want to alert the other person who's in the room that there's like a makeup man or someone else who's in the room she doesn't want to or a driver or something she doesn't want to alert to uh, alert to them that this is a this is a really serious illness so she just says to she just says to parvati yeah it, it's fine 
his pulse is okay let's just pick him up and put him on the couch and she asks parvati to grab his leg and that's a that's a pretty that, there's two levels to peel off there right like in an acting performance to give, to convey that without actually saying those things that means she's an act, actress of some caliber uh, and like adi like you said those things kind of get lost because you know no one no one's really peeling back the layer on on scenes like that and yeah. and it's it's just unfortunate i guess i was actually pretty uh, found the that the company song in 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 the beginning is very funny and interesting it talks about port kochi and the area and how a lot of companies have come up over the years it for some reason reminded me of his next film which comedy param which talks about the whole disintegration of that probably part of kochi i don't know i mean i don't i'm not aware of that area much but it sort of it seems to be talking about very similar things yeah it's a it's one of my favorite songs actually it is my favorite song in the film uh the there's a specific line in the film right it, it talks about all of those companies but uh there's a specific line in the film like nammude nammude kayarum rubberum theila basically all of the stuff that grows in kerala is exported yeah is getting exported but our stomachs remain hungry like all of the people that are uh, that are working to create those yeah. things that are being exported our, their stomachs remain hungry and it's a, it's all right it's it's the theme that is uh, you can see continuing to transcend uh, uh, rajiv ravi's films it's it's there pretty heavily in kamati padam as well it's, that is the people that is the people of the earth right like the people that yeah. do work with their hands uh, uh, are sort of being overtaken by and disregarded by all of the people who work in glass offices in corner in corner uh, corner offices and uh, who sort of uh, profit from the the effort of the people that work with their hands it's not a, it's kind of clear where his his political leanings lie and it continues to come out through all of his films so the other thing that kind of see i i kept making parallels right i i kept seeing parallels to other recent movies that i've seen the the use of the church festival uh, as a backdrop for um, moving along the plot uh, the fight sequences uh and then and and the the church's band the band playing in the church right or in front of the church doing the church festival those seem to be again is it, it is maybe because uh, we are seeing more of these films come out but movies like amen so anayam rasulum this one and then um, angamali diaries all of them seem to have these sequences uh, that i mean that and then the fact that you mentioned uh, the movie was done in sync sound is is i mean it's it's pretty unique in that way the uh, actually the movies that i another that's a good point the movie that i was thinking about a lot was uh, was actually madras the relation mm. between abu and his wife uh, mm. reminded me a lot of the yeah yeah, yeah. the relationship between arivaragan and uh, the girl in and and then the, the the group of friends right the group of friends right each of them is on a different uh, sort of career trajectory uh, yeah. correct correct yeah. correct exactly correct. that's all of that stuff reminded me pretty heavily of madras um the the fact the the, the apartments that they live in the fact mm. that there are three or four friends all of them they, they are basically they what makes them friends is the fact that they all 
grow up around that around that playground right or in the around yeah. that same area in in fort kochi like that's what makes them friends there's no other reason they're not from the same religion Uh, i guess uh, i guess rasul and abu are but they're not from they're not from the the same social strata because clearly mm. rasul's family has a little bit of money like, yeah yeah you, you see and his- moreover it, it looks like rasul was a, a, a later entrant into that group itself because his father lives somewhere else and he lives with his brother here yeah so you so those are all yeah there are unstated this is that that's what i said right like the religious subtext there's a lot of unstated things that are there in the film but you can see that if you look really closely one is why did why did rasul and haider leave their father's house it's clearly Correct. because uh, he married again yeah he had a second nikah and he has a full family from he has sisters right. uh, sisters from that he uh, from that here mar- uh, from that marriage and they feel like they're not they're not the focus of their dad anymore and i mean not to be fair like the, when when you're uh, when you have a second marriage and you have daughters in in uh, technically because of religious constraints can't support themselves you're like mm. you have two guys like come on you have to help out around the house like they're time yeah. to time for them to fend for themselves kind of thing right, right. so they so they they're forced to move out there's the other thing that i wanted to talk a little bit about is this is this thing of conversion it's there when they leave and when they both decide to run away and they they mm. go find a house somewhere else there's this pressure rasul starts to feel this pressure to convert to christianity Rasul starts to resist immediately. He's like, "No, I'm not converting." You you know that Rasul is a practicing Muslim because in one of the initial montages, you you see him going to the you going to the mosque and performing namaz and yeah, he's, yeah. he's an actual practicing Muslim. He's not uh, uh, it's not like he religion his religion. Yeah, he's not a non-believer. Yeah, yeah, he's not a non-believer. And yeah, he, go ahead. Avatar. You know, talking about conversion, right? So, Shaubin and Shrinda in the movie, uh, I, I or at least. the way they interact and there i think some lines of dialogue between them that show them as being brother and sister did i did Shabin i get that right uh i don't think so i mean yeah okay. i don't think so you mean colin and that yeah yeah. yeah yeah no i don't colin think so. and abu's wife yeah no i don't no, think I so don't because think because because in that ice cream scene that uh, deepak spoke about she actually asked him uh, did i see did i love you knowing that you are muslim not at all and she says those things okay yeah i don't i don't think that i don't think that was an interreligious and i i said definitely colin doesn't like the way sobin shahi's character is written it doesn't he doesn't feel like the kind of person who would be cool with abu marrying his sister to be honest he <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's the minute she finds out he's christian she uh, the minute she find he finds out that anna is christian he's dissuading the romance right like he's not there yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. one of the typical friend characters who's supporting the he's he's helping abu in sort of a conflict with a guy from another area right that's that's different than he yeah. uh, him supporting uh, actively being yeah yeah exactly yeah. the only time you find out he's okay with it is later on when he goes to see when he goes to see rasul and he tells her that uh, she's getting married but even then it's sunny wayne it's the guy who it's the it's the guy who's there who sort of In, who's forcing the hand it it doesn't mm. sound like saubin by himself would have gone to tell rasul that anna's marriage has been fixed and you need to come and get her it's anyway the the guy the guy who comes from the the merchant yeah. yeah. navy guy who decides yeah, yes, no, I, you yeah. stop it. uh so the the it, it, it's it's very interesting like even the smallest thing right uh, saubin never lets his younger brother 
Colin doesn't never lets his younger brother get on his bike. Like there are at least two or three shots of yeah. Colin running after he Belichick. Says, don't touch the bike. Yeah. yeah, don't touch the bike. Get off my bike. Get off my bike. He's like really possessive about that. <laughs> so it's like there's a, there's extreme levels of consistency in the way his character has been written, and uh, that that thing actually prompted. That, uh, so talking about uh, parallels to other film, that reminded me of uh, uh, Poladon. Mm. The fact that he has the bike. bike, yeah, because yeah, clearly his job his job is to collect loans, right? That's why he has to mm. go and steal that Innova back. Yeah, uh, yeah. That prompt that made me think like either he's really possessive of that bike, or that or bike he got it from his job. Without the bike, he can't work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He can't and work. So, uh, in fact, the first time we see Saubin, he's drive he's riding the bike. He's yeah. going from one point to another, and like uh, Rasul is driving the and car. Yeah, exactly. And so th- 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 there's a, there's a lot of there's parallels to Madras. There's parallels to uh, Poladavan uh, talking about uh, how uh, I don't know how things uh, th- those might be ways that uh, news and influences travel across states, uh, not I in think, terms of the film and, media, but in terms of yeah. film creators. And I think another crucial <laughs> point about the the church and all those scenes. I I think. I think also this new wave, uh, these Malayalam films over the years have, have been made by people who I think gone through those lives. I think they they stay very close to what they've been through, and I think they put that up on screen uh, pretty often, and and they probably make it a point to say stories they actually know inside out. And I think so. So so their lives become part of these movies more than I think anyone else. Like I think we spoke about it when. Angamali Days was, you know, uh, a big thing last year. I think we spoke about that. We spoke about uh, Pelisari's earlier films and all those things. Mm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, we spoke on the somewhere else. Yeah. 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 We we not on the part, but we spoke about yeah. it on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, specifically, how Lijojo's Pelisari continues to log uh, the Syrian Christian way of life in. Yeah, Syrian Christian. Yeah, that's yeah, I remember. That. The the Amen uh, Ananta since you brought up Amen, right? Like that he mm. he continues to like that's the focus, right? Of of what what his concerns are. Uh, I I don't know if he made City of God. Let me check. Yeah, he did. No, he did. He yeah, he made he made he made City of God. Yeah, which I didn't like, by the way. Yeah, so City of God is the is the uh, is the one movie where he's he's made. uh one of those uh, inner e2 type movies with like multiple stories all intersecting mm. and stuff it's not mm. he's not it, uh, it 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 didn't look like he was trying to document a way of life but amen and angamali diaries are very clearly him being obsessed with a certain way of life and trying to document it in different genres like amen is a bit bit more bit of like magical realism angamali diaries is a bit over not to tarantino they're just different but the, the 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 people whose life that he's documenting and deciding to show on scene very very close to home you can tell from the way that it's crafted so <laughs> now that now that i was i was trying to remember again influences and you know things that made me remember uh stuff about other movies when i was watching this one the dynamic between andrea and the guy that uh, marries her and the fact that he Friends, continues yeah. to pursue her even though he knows that she does not really you know like him or i mean not she doesn't say she doesn't like him uh but she's not you know looked at him even again city of god right parvati's character uh, uh getting married to another guy 
and same thing she rebuffs him a lot but she's forced to marry him yeah before she gets married to indrajit yeah that's right correct they liberally borrow small threads no, from each other i i don't know much i don't know if this is borrowing oh, at happens. all okay. i don't i don't know if it, it's either it's either borrowing or it's commonplace enough that they see ah. it. so it could have happened both ways yeah uh, but but seamlessly it doesn't take you out of the movie watching exactly. experience when you're what doing exactly it. exactly it, yeah so uh, uh before before uh, one more thing da so uh, so when i was seeing when i was uh, reading about anand rasool before i actually watched it uh, not not the plot as such but uh, people are saying again that this was a follow up to tattatin marayath i mean i don't think there is any other similarity apart from the whole intercaste the, 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 the intercasting right so Yeah. I I I was started in Marayath Marayath rumba all long long time ago so I I I mean so I don't really remember anything apart from the fact that uh, uh, again long long time ago now probably 2 years ago types but I don't remember anything apart from the fact that it was one of those uh, uh, intercaste marriages types but I, I think that uh, one was like, like a pretty straightforward film it's not like a... and the, the intent of it is not to be raw at all like that's clearly mm. intended as a as a sort of cloyingly sweet film this yeah, yeah. and and i think i mean uh, someone like vinith srinivasan is total opposite of rajiv ravi i would say yeah, yeah of course like they have yeah, uh, they they grew up in sort of very different uh, milieus and i think they have uh, they have probably have very different uh, political Philosophy, views yeah. oh yeah Yeah, I mean, uh, Vinay Srinivasan literally made a movie saying how great Dubai is. I don't think Rajiv Ravi <laughs> will make that movie. <laughs> I mean, literally, he made a movie called Jacob and Swarga Rajim. Ah, Jacob. Made, oh, okay. Made, okay. Yeah, there's there's a song praising how great Dubai is in Jacob and Swarga Rajim. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't think uh, Rajiv Ravi would either uh, condone that or or is of the same view. <laughs> yeah then no no way i mean i mean i think even without knowing each other you can tell from their films right yeah so i mean we know we, I, at least i know deadly squat about vinay srinivasan and or rajiv ravi and i i am um, yeah. uh, i i purely based on the movies uh, i'm saying that they have very different sensibilities and potentially mm. political points of view as well let's talk a little bit about the music i really like the music of the film both the background score the the sound design all of that stuff pretty fantastic it, it helps you it situates you really well in the movie uh, what did you guys think so i yeah yeah so i i also like the music uh, so i i for some reason i thought uh, the music in the movie was two halves and, and i i i love the uh, the the song that comes in the title track kail narige i think that's what it's called and then the 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 other song is uh that i i love this the one that uh, talks about andrea uh, andrea's eyes kandur and kannu i think yeah. so these are the i i love both these songs and and i i, I was reading up on it and uh, i see that the both these both these songs are actually sort of remixes of of old numbers but they are perfect they they fit the movie like a glove i think the first half is very minimal uh, like ananta said it's, it's it's just guitar and and i think it also uses uh, both silences and you know like the ambient sounds a lot because because he focuses on the 
surroundings right i mean the that part where rasul takes i mean drives through and then we see shobin for the first time and then those girls playing badminton and all those surroundings i think i think they 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 wanted it to be very ambient and they, want, they didn't want uh, much of music at all so I, I i think more than just fitting music in in the film i think they they made really great decision on where not to have it and i think that helps the movie a big time there is a, the place where i felt sort of a marked shift is they get to uh, spend a day together annayim uh, rasulum <laughs> get to spend a day together uh, basically when he uh, pulls her out of her uh, marriage training class <laughs> if you oh, remember right. oh that's the one where even francis is like i also want to go out yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i mean that just un, un uh, unstated uh, bits of humor right uh, so that 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 sort of day they get to uh, spend together the the music there is really phenomenal there's a really good song also there's a very there's a sense of relief and joy in that in that uh, sequence right that obviously it all goes to shit later mm-hmm. but there's a sense of relief and joy in the music and and in the uh, in the sound and scope of that uh, Uh, okay so uh, i want to contrast the 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 feeling of the the silences there as opposed to the silences in the earlier part of the film in the chawl right uh haider and rasul the uh, live the, the in the chawl where haider and rasul live the silence is oppressive it's like it, it makes you feel claustrophobic mm. but the silences in that little house that they go at that you know that they find with the help of some quote unquote friends who end up betraying them later uh the the silence there is peaceful it's like uh, it's the silence of open space it's the silence of living in a place where it's calm there's no bustle yeah so there it, there's a very different feel to the silence in the earlier part of the film that's it it, it feels oppressive whereas the silence in the la- in that one day the silence that you feel right there's the chirp of the uh the cicadas in the night like that silence feels liberating and open and freeing versus the silence there and and it, it takes a, a a real sense of skill to be able to use silences it themselves in different ways so there's there's one way to use silence and sound there's the contrast but then to contrast silence itself two different types of silence itself i thought was was quite brilliant uh that day that day the, the 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 way that the sound and the music sort of contributes to that day that anna and anna rasul get to spend with each other is pretty phenomenal so i think we've talked about uh anna rasulum quite a bit but we really want to talk a little bit about the music as well friend of the pod and music director of anna rasulum k will be joining us uh for part 2 but uh let's talk a little bit about which movie we want to talk about next adi uh who whom do you want to talk about it and what's the next movie uh the next movie we want to talk about is uh velekaran uh, the latest sivakarthikeyan film that released in december last year not the rajinikanth film from the 80s or the 90s <laughs> no not rajinikanth film from the 80s uh and i think the primary reviewer should be ananta all right fantastic uh, so damn you adi Damn you. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Loot Kabal podcast. We will be back with uh, a conversation with K the music director of Anayam Rasulum next and after that you will get to hear the joy in Ananta's voice when he talks about Velika. So look forward to having everybody back. Uh, see you that bye. Unnidathile vaathayonrumillai adiyanidathile adakadal idhaan